one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Namaste, Yoga Revealed podcast community. This is Alec Vishal Rubin, and I'm so excited to return to you with fresh, deeply inspiring, and new podcasts with some of the most up-and-coming yoga teachers in the world. I've recently moved my entire life to the UK to attend one of the most international schools in the world, SOAS University, in the heart of London, as I am pursuing a master's degree in the traditions of yoga and meditation. Here, I will be sure to discover some movers and shakers in the yoga world and bring their offerings of yoga, meditation, mindfulness, and healing to you. Today, we have a special episode. I am honored to introduce one of my mentors, dear sisters, and teachers in the practice of the supported prop work that tends to be found in Iyengar Yoga, Kristen Bostils, the partner of Eddie Modestini, whom is also my teacher. Kristen has been on a powerful journey of rediscovering her inner power that yoga has truly revealed to her. From beating breast cancer and finding a community of conscious superfood health professionals, Kristen has taken her journey to sharing deep patterns of awareness that have become her tools for self-development aiding into higher evolution in her life. Through sharing these incredible tools and gifts of challenge that life has put before Kristen, we are both excited to share with you her journey on the Yoga Revealed podcast. Enjoy this insightful conversation about healing cancer through yoga and through a nutrition-based lifestyle. And be sure to stay tuned to the end of the episode to receive an opportunity to get to access your own superfood store. Namaste, Yoga Revealed podcast. This is Alec Vishal Rubin, and it is such a pleasure to have you back on the podcast today. Wherever you are in the world, I hope that this day is bringing forth new opportunities for you to polish your being. And I believe that this conversation that we are about to embark upon is going to provide a new level of perspective, insight, and I like the word opportunities for how we can 
notice our patterns, move beyond, and truly evolve through the practice of yoga. So it is such a pleasure and an honor to be sitting across from someone who's come into my life almost exactly one year ago. And I spent two and a half months in India with Kristen Bostils, who is uh, our teacher, her partner, Eddie Modestini. Um, we, we, I've been in Maui the last four weeks studying yoga every single day with these two powerful people who are deeply devoted and dedicated to the practice of yoga. And before I, I get her talking, I have to speak for a moment because when I met Kristen in India in the beginning of 2017, it is not quite the human being that I'm sitting across from now. Back then, Kristen was not so much living in her alignment, and those are words from her own self, and she has gone through such an arduous journey of health and healing, self-realization, which is an everyday journey, again and again and again, and uh, I just feel so blessed to have someone who is a close sister, a mentor, a friend, a teacher, and a fellow human being who teaches people. And so, Kristen, thank you so much for taking time in our busy and exhausting schedule during a teacher's intensive to dive into your journey. Alec, thank you so much. It's such a blessing to be here. I never actually thought that I would be on the Yoga Revealed podcast, so this is so <laughs> exciting for me. And I love you so much, and I was saying yesterday I'm so thankful that you came into my life, even though when I found out I was going to have a roommate in India that I didn't know, <laughs> I wasn't too stoked on it, and then I met you, and I was like, oh yeah, this is this person's going to be in my life forever, and I'm so thankful for that, so thank you for having me. Well, it's, uh, it's a true pleasure. There was um, many days in India that, for all of us, put us on edge, and I think that we got to see each other without any facade. It was just like, puts you on your edge and forces you into the deep end. It's so true, and I feel like going there for me was a dream. Mm. It was, it's been my dream for forever. I never thought it would happen. Mm. I always said it would never happen. It wasn't possible. And arriving there, and we'll go, I'll go into a little bit of my story a little bit later on, but getting there, I was so excited. I couldn't believe it was happening. And then I got there and it ended up being the best and the worst time in my life. And the best part was the yoga, by far. The people, the culture, the experience. And the worst part was being with myself in that experience. It was mm -hmm. really, really challenging for me because all my patterns that have been in me for a really long time surfaced at the same time. And being put into the fire of yoga, if you've ever done any sort of intensive or spent any time, I know Alex had several experiences like that, you're boiling. And with that boiling came all these feelings that weren't me. And I was acting as if I was this other person that I didn't know. And it was very hard for me. I was very depressed. And um, if 
I'd like to go into my story actually to kind of set that yeah, the stage for that. Back. Yeah, let's go back a little bit. So, um, f- almost two years ago, I was diagnosed with breast cancer, and I was 31. And I had spent all of my adult life thinking that this was going to happen to me because I lost my mom when I was 17 to the same disease. And this diagnosis came after I'd been practicing yoga for almost 13 years. And for the two years previous to the diagnosis, I had stopped teaching and I had stopped practicing. I had let life take me and the most important thing to me was to make enough money to live where I was living. That was my life. And that diagnosis came and immediately it was back to yoga. It was like, oh my gosh, my, I'm a person whose shoulders live on their front body not their back body, somebody who's hunched, somebody who's round. And this came in and I was told first that I had some time. I could do what I wanted. I could, I could find the surgeon. I could have a lumpectomy. Life would be no different. It would be very easy in and out. And my partner, Eddie Modestini, if you guys haven't heard his interviews on Yoga Revealed, check him out. He's awesome, amazing. Um, He recommended that I get a second opinion, and that second opinion brought me across the country to New York City, where they told me I had an invasive cancer and needed surgery immediately. And so this all happened really quickly, and within three weeks, I had had a double mastectomy and was prescribed PT, prescribed a drug that was going to put me into menopause forever that I would have to take for 10 years. And I decided not to do any of that. (laughs) And I did yoga. So the yoga started two weeks after my surgery when I was cleared to take my arms over my head. And it really changed my life. It changed everything for me. I could have gone down the path of dealing with pinched nerves that wouldn't release or being on a medication that that would have really, really messed with my body forever. And yoga showed up in my life again and it saved me. And after that happened, it began to be this journey of, am I doing enough? And that's what led to the depression after, you know, about 15 months. It was, I'm not doing enough. Mm. I'm not doing enough yoga. I'm not eating healthy. My whole life was this other life that I wasn't really living. And that's when I met Alec, and it was very interesting. He showed me this light, this lightness in life, this positivity, and it was like, oh my gosh, it was a glimpse of the old me (laughs) that I hadn't seen for a while. So after India and the whole boiling point, 
I came back to the U.S. and was still really in a funk and began to practice again more, improved my diet through taking nutritional superfoods, and all of a sudden the depression started to lift. My teacher, Manuso, who I'll talk more about later, prescribed me backbends when I was in my deepest depression. And they took me out of depression. They created joy in my life. And all of a sudden, I was living within the alignment of my true nature. Mm. I was being happy, sensitive to others. Still a little controlling, but... (laughs) (laughs) But it woke me up to this life where we can do whatever we put our minds to. And it took cancer. It, that's what it took for me to wake me up from being this person who was working a desk job and commuting two hours a day to being this person who is using yoga to heal myself and then to share that with other people so they can heal themselves. Mm. Wow. You know, it's so interesting that you say this and, and um, when every time I host these interviews, very rarely do I ever circle it back onto my story because this is about you. But you said to me just now and to our listeners, when you had met me, it was a reminder of lightness in life for you. And it's so funny because we really don't know the other person's story. And from my internal experience, when I arrived to India with you, I was broken. I was sad, I was lost, I was healing my heart, and I was looking to reignite the light within that you were speaking of, yet you still saw that. So that is so powerful for me to hear, and and it brought tears to my eyes. So that's really powerful. And, you know, beyond that, what you just said, I think this is a perfect uh, segue into this question, what is yoga? This question almost makes me cry thinking about it. Yoga to me is, and this is the words of Eddie that have been passed on to me, it's a self-reliant healing system. Mm. It's a system that is available to every single human being with every body type and every rate. There's no restriction on who can practice yoga. And if they are given the tools from the lineage of people who've done it before them, they too can heal themselves. To me, that is yoga. Mm. There is nothing more in alignment than healing your body, to open your body, to open your mind, and to be free from the things that plague you, whether it's congestion in your body or congestion in your brain. It's freedom. We can create that freedom as you and Eddie have been saying through the words of Patanjali where we get to use our body as the vehicle to dispel this congestion. Absolutely. The body is the easiest vehicle to the mind. If you are congested in your body, say in your hips, and you try to sit and meditate, 
you're going to only be thinking about your hips. There's congestion there that's pulling you away from the experience. And so in the beginning, we have to open the body. Opening the body gives us longevity and health Mm. and happiness. Because as we progress and age and grow through this life, naturally things break down. And if we're prepared for that and have opened those areas that we are so notoriously stiff in as modern human beings, Mm. then we can live with more freedom and happiness in our life. Patanjali says many, many, many important things in the sutras. Every single one is important. And they teach you, they guide you, they give you the pathways to practice and life. There are two parallels. The practice and the life and your life are parallel. So what you learn through your practice, how you learn not to react to the poses, to the teacher, to the people in the room, to the music next door, whatever it is, is how you learn to not react to your children, to your spouse, your partner, your parents. The world. The world. It teaches you how to move through life with ease and grace. Mm, Powerfully. Powerfully through life (laughs) with ease and grace. Wow. So, you know, when um, you're saying how a few, two weeks after your surgery, you got cleared to raise your hands above your head and you say, you're saying how this yoga healed you and how Manuso Manos, one of the most credited Iyengar, the most credited senior anger yoga teacher in America, offered you backbends, prescribed you back. That's an important word, prescribed you backbends. I, I think it's really important for us to share what is this uh, approach to yoga in fundamental structural alignment focuses that we're, we're dealing with here because for the most part what we're practicing is uh maybe the one percent <laughs> for sure <laughs> which makes it strong and hard for sure i when i went to Manuso for the first time so he prescribed me back bends for depression but for the surgeries my shoulders as i mentioned were forward my back was hunched. After the surgery, they, they cut the connective tissue of your body to get in, to get the breast tissue out. So when they did that, it released my shoulders onto my back body. It dis, there, all that stiffness got taken away and it was amazing because all of a sudden, I was this person who had no chest that was mine, but but my chest was open. And really quickly, that connective tissue started to grow back. Mm. And it was at that point, right before my second surgery, the surgeries were two months apart, that Eddie took me to Manuso. And Manuso Manos is one of the most senior Iyengar yoga teachers in the world. And 
I could speak volumes on how much he's helped me in my life. And I'll share a little bit of my experience that first class. Mm. You go to the abode of Iyengar Yoga in San Francisco. It was my birthday. I was turning 32. And I'd only heard how scary Manuso was. <laughs> so I was freaking out. <laughs> and there's not one single minute between his advanced class and his beginning class. They end and start at the same time. So out goes a group of students, in walks a group of students. He's doing the chant within one minute of them sitting down. So I was told to go up to him in the front of the room and tell him my story. So I ran up to him in the front of the room and I sat down and I said, I'm Eddie's girlfriend. I had breast cancer. I had a double mastectomy. I'm having my second surgery. They're closing everything up. I need your help. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and he looked at me and he asked me several questions. And the questions I remember are, do you have the gene? And I said, no, but I lost my mom to breast cancer. And he said, oh, so did I. And at that moment, I knew that there was going to be a healing that was going to happen in that room. And we started the class, and he gave me to his assistants. He had three of them, two specifically, Eric and Brian, that took care of me. And... He had about 70 people in the room, and he had me doing things on props that some of you probably don't even know or have ever seen. And one moment that stood out so much, all of them were chest openers. All of them were some sort of backbend, something to get my arms to open to the sides, something to breathe into. And... He came over to me as I was back bent over the horse. It looks like a balance beam, for those of you who don't know. And he adjusted my skin from my chest all the way around to my spine. And he lifted my armpit skin with his nose. While he was screaming, teaching the class behind me. He wasn't screaming in anger. He was screaming so they could hear him. And he looked at me after he gave the last instruction. And he said, you have to breathe the breath into the void that you're experiencing. Because you can't feel anything after you have a double mastectomy. The, the nerves are gone. He said, you have to breathe life into the void before they sew you up for good. And he helped me do that in that back bend. And I left the class and I felt my chest for the first time in three months. And it was so profound. Mm. I never, I had written off feeling anything in my chest ever again. And I can access it to this day. And I do on a daily basis. After my surgery, I came back to Minuso two weeks after my, my final surgery. And he did the same series of poses with me. And I was like, nice, I get to be with the assistants. 
I'm getting my chest open. This is good. And then I came back the next week and class started. And I was in the back corner waiting where all the props were, looking around, waiting for him to tell me what to do, who to go with, and he didn't come. And so we started class, Uttita Trikonasana, and he's instructing to open the chest, to open the eyebrows of the chest. The, the, if imagine your breasts are the eyes and the eyebrows are the, the curve above. And he adjusted me several times, and he taught Tadasana with teaching you to put your shoulders on your back. I'll never forget the class. But he never handed me off. He kept me in the class the whole time. He never handed me off ever again. He held me as capable beyond what I ever thought I could do. And eight weeks after my surgery, he had me doing Shirshasana, hmm. headstand, which I never thought I would do, ever again. And he changed the trajectory of my healing in a very profound way. And I will forever call him my teacher and be hmm. thankful for him because he continues to show up for me through my depression, telling me to do backbends, keeping my eyes open in pranayama, giving me yoga is a one-on-one -on -one teaching. It's impossible to put everybody in a room and teach the same class to every single person, to every single body that walks in the room. It's, it's not possible. If you want people to have access, if you want to have access, you have to do yoga for you. And that is what he did for me. He gave me an insight into what I have had to do to heal my body. And it has completely changed my life. Hmm. Wow. So there's a, a segment there that I want to backstep and try to navigate because I think it's a critical moment of your own uh, observation to accept and move forward instead of, you know, kind of staying in stagnancy, which might have been an old pattern kind of wanting to come in. So you had said for a couple times, he would pass you off to the assistants. And then that first time you're like, wait, why aren't you giving me to the assistants? Like what was that whole internal navigation like when you probably did want to go do the supported backbends that were standing in the chair on the bolsters that were probably quite, um, yes, intense at that time. I can hardly even begin to imagine. Yet, you know, when you're standing in the class with 70 other people and Manusa is firing all these directions at you, um, what, what was that process like to get acceptance and to be like, okay, this is, this is the next step? Sure. My pattern is one of wanting attention. So when I was getting special attention for what I was going through. It made me feel better. Like mm -hmm. somebody gets it. He's gonna take me and he's gonna put me in these poses and he's gonna come over here and work with me and that's what I want. And when he didn't, there was 20 minutes 
where I was like, why? I was getting, I was reacting. Mm. Why isn't he taking care of me? And then, Utita Trikonasana, when he came over and pointed out the area of the chest that we were working on for the entire class. We did several poses. We worked on it in every pose. I realized that he was teaching the class for me. And that putting me in the middle of the room, like I said, it, held, it was holding me capable. He was saying, you got this. He was supporting me and giving me attention more than I could ever have asked for. Mm. And that was a profound moment for me because I came back the next time and I went back to the front of the room. And that's where I have always been because that's where I want to be. I want to be as close to the teacher as I can possibly be. And he gave that to me. Mm. And that was, I was hold, I was feeling disabled from the surgery. And he made me feel like the most capable person in the room. And so there was, I think if the timeline, if I'm, if I'm correct with the timeline, a year or two years before India. And uh, during that time, you're going through practice, you're healing yourself, you're finding the empowerment. And then you go to India and it's all just like, just kidding. I'm going to slide the rug out from underneath you. And then you rebuild yourself. So what has the rebuilding process been like for you as you are now assisting Eddie in this first inaugural Teachers Immersive here on Maui at the Maya Yoga Shala, which is, there's so much love and there's Mm. so much yoga steeped in this room. And I feel so blessed that it's my third time in this room. And, you know, what, what has this process been like for you going from if, if I may say broken to cr- help finding the tools, creating healing for yourself. And now you're providing the tools to other people to heal themselves. What has that been like? What is this like? That's a great question. And it's, it's the moment I'm in right now. So it's, as Alex said, it started in India, completely broken. So incredibly broken. So lost in my life. Still holding on to old patterns of trying to do work so I could live, not doing my passions. And I went to India to learn how to be like my other teacher, H.S. Arun. Mm. H.S. Arun came into my life before I was diagnosed with cancer through a book but six months after I had the first surgery I studied with him for the first time and like Manuso he completely held held me as capable Mm. he put me in my first Urdhvadhanurasana since my surgeries (laughs) But when I went to India to study with him, I went to be to learn to be like him. And what happened, because he is the most non-reactive person that I know. And what happened when I went there is he really challenged the patterns in my body. 
And every day, he would say the same things. Double jetty, which, which was my nickname. Two ropes, two braids. Right shoulder back. Right shoulder back. I, could, I have heard it a million times. And it broke me down more. Mm. Because I couldn't do the actions in the twistings, in the standing, in any of it that he was asking me to do. Mm. Because my body wouldn't let me do it. And I blamed my arms for not being long enough. I blamed Eddie for having arms that were long. <laughs> I blamed everybody except for myself. <laughs> and then one day my shoulder went back and he said, very good. And I thought I was going to lose it because my body, he had asked me so many times. I had tried so many times and finally my body let go. And when I came back from India, I had two choices. That I could dedicate myself to this practice and opening my body or that I was going to get cancer again. <laughs> Those were my two choices. Yoga and nutrition or illness. There is no way that I could have stayed in the state that I was in and remained healthy. Because I know that depression and stress and diet and environment is what caused the cancer in the first place. And that is enough motivation for me to know and to have faith that this practice will heal me and keep me healthy for the rest of my life. Mm. And after that decision was made, I have never felt better. And my whole life changed. Eddie says, and this comes from BKS Iyengar. I've heard it through Manuso Manos. Now it's coming through Eddie. Now I'm here sharing it with you. That when you commit to the practice, everything that doesn't belong falls away. Whether it's the accounting job that I was trying to keep whether it's smoking cigarettes or drinking booze or whatever it is that holds you, it will all fall away. Whatever doesn't belong. The relationships that don't belong. Whoa, that's a big one. When you commit to the practice. If you stay on the surface, you can do all the things you ever wanted to do that you never wanted to let go of, that you wanted to be attached to. But when you really, truly commit to this practice as not only something you do every day, but it's your lifestyle, everything else will fall away. And it's a beautiful thing. And it's so true. Mm. Wow. I'm so inspired. There's so much value in hearing your experience as a cancer survivor. So I, I can't remember this, the statistics that Eddie has shared about male to female breast cancer and prostate cancer. I'm not sure if you remember. Is that Right now, at this moment, it's one in, I believe, six. And in the next 20 f years, it will be one in two. That's terrifying. It's so incredibly scary. And... 
for me, my best friend in college is a cancer survivor. My roommate from college just became a cancer survivor. The two closest women to me when I was in my late teens, early 20s, have had cancer like I have. Mm. And to me, it's mind-blowing that that could be possible. And, you know, I could sit here and go into all my, my theories of what happens and what's going on in the world, but we are challenged in our human race with environmental toxicity, toxicity in our food, toxicity in our jobs and our relationships, things we're willing to hold on to. Eddie said it today. We're willing to hold on to these things because of fear of change, fear of growth, what that's going to be like. Growth is painful. Going through, this is a good segue actually into pain. Mm. (laughs) Because none of, I, I don't do I don't flow. I don't do vinyasa yoga. I do yoga (laughs) for me. And that process, opening my body, has not been a walk in the park. It has been some of the most painful experiences that I've ever had. You know, when you have a double mastectomy, the pain is in stretching your arms. It's not in your chest. You can't feel anything in your chest. The pain is around those areas. Anybody who's had it will tell you walking your fingers up the wall is the most excruciating thing you could possibly feel in my mind that I've experienced so far. And when you commit to yoga, you're committing to pain. Because there's pain on the path to growth. Mm. And like BKS Iyengar says, you have to chase your pain. Because if you run from it, it's going to plague you for the rest of your life. That nagging back pain, that you stay away from back bends because it hurts. The back bends, they're the things that are going to heal you. So there's pain. And if there is one thing that I could offer as a piece of advice to any yoga practitioner, teacher, anybody, Mm. it would be to seek out the most senior teacher that you can possibly get your hands on in whatever system of yoga you practice and study with them regularly because they will help you through your pain. They will light the way through your pain. And share if they're a senior teacher, they have gone through the pain. Mm -hmm. If there's somebody who's done a three-week training, they haven't gone through the pain. There's so much that comes with experience. If you're a teacher... I would seek somebody out who's going to help you find the congestion in your body if you haven't found it already and help you work with it. Because the most inspiring thing is for somebody with hips that are stiff to hear a story of somebody who had really stiff hips who can now do 
the most amazing hip openers with ease and comfort. Mm. I really resonate with that. I mean, you know, for, for in my own personal growth, I was in vinyasa yoga for two, three years, and then I most definitely plateaued and my body wasn't changing. And I had an invitation to go to the yoga workshop in beautiful Boulder, Colorado, and sought out Richard Freeman and Mary Taylor and Ty Landrum, and all of them are advanced to senior teachers in their experience of Ashtanga yoga. And then I found Eddie. And uh, Eddie, it's so cute how he's like, I'm not a senior teacher, but I mean, he's a senior teacher. He, and he's just so sweet and so humble, humbling in, in his transmission. And I think really what you're getting at is to find someone who's going to create the authentic transmission of yoga, because it is a very important fact to have a one-on-one relationship of student-teacher within the systems of yoga. Absolutely. So, so tr- it's so critical. Absolutely. Um, it's funny. Eddie is my love. Hmm. He's my partner. He really has given me the most support of anybody in my life, ever. And the first class that I took with Eddie years ago, I'd been studying yoga for about nine years. I had learned from a book to start, and I was doing crazy things, like pushing up to Pinchamayarasana from Shirshasana and not kicking up into it. I had no idea what you were supposed to do. I just like did what I thought. And then I took classes for about five years, in and out, intermittently, from a teacher in Dubois, Wyoming. And then that teacher moved, and she offered me the studio, because I was like the most consistent student. And I said, sure. (laughs) I, I love yoga. I'd love to teach. Oh, my gosh. And so I started teaching, and I was teaching way over people's heads, like be so far. Be- I had never been trained. I was doing all these crazy things. Crazy. I can't even tell you what I was doing. It was so crazy. <laughs> and at that moment, I was working at a phone company, a nine-to-five job, and then teaching at night and or at six in the morning. And there, I had to get my certification. I was like, I can't do this for much longer. I gotta know what I'm doing. I could teach Surya Namaskar pretty good, but that was about it. And I looked everywhere. And there was no way that I could find a teacher training for a month. I couldn't go. I had like a week of vacation left. And I found this training that was one weekend or every other weekend for three months and I would I could travel an hour and a half I could get Fridays off from work I would use my remainder time I don't care who the teacher is I just got to get a certification I need a certificate put up on the wall and the teacher teachers were Eddie and Nikki Eddie Modestini and Nikki Doan and I walked in the room and I had no idea who these people were I looked them up on YouTube. I saw them at a Michael Franti show teaching yoga. I was like, oh, that's cool. Okay. I'll go. And after the first class, 
I walked out of there and I said, oh, that's what yoga is. <laughs> After nine years, I had no idea what I was doing. And that was a profound moment in my life where I decided that I would never study, even take a class with anybody less than a senior teacher in yoga because what I had experienced in the world was exercise. Mm -hmm. Or I got some pretty gnarly adjustments. It's not to say that I wasn't doing the same thing because I was. But when I found it, I knew it. And Eddie is... A brilliant teacher and he really really has f learned how to teach one-on-one -on -one in a group setting and that is what I want to do well I, I really love how he says you know it's important that he says in in this intensive that this is not a teacher training this is an immersion and yes there are people in our group that do not teach yoga, but they're here for themselves. And you know, what Eddie continually comes back to and as you come back to is you're not conducting postures in the room. You're teaching people. Can you go into that? Yeah, please? I can. I think it was in the intensive that Manuso taught in San Francisco where he started his lecture by saying, are you going to walk into a room? and conduct a class? Or are you gonna walk into a room and teach yoga to people? And it was like, whoa, that's a great question. Because it's very easy to walk into a class and call out the poses. Maybe even demo some of them and just let people do them. Or are you gonna actually break down how the body works and the poses and look at each individual student and give them different directions for their body. And that is what we're trying to do here, to give people access to their body because not everybody needs to bend their right knee more. Mm -hmm. Right? You say a direction to the class, bend your right knee more. There are people in the class that don't need to do that. And that's a wonderful teaching from Arun, our teacher. He says, I say your name with the instruction because that's for you. It's not for the whole class. Not everybody needs to lift their toes. Only people with a flat foot, he says. So it's a beautiful teaching. And it's my inspiration is to teach in that way so that when you walk out of the room, it's like Patanjali says, you should mm. feel like you were the only one that the teacher was talking to. Mm. And that is a wonderful thing. Well, that's amazing. Um, you know, I, I, I want to piggyback, take a few steps back one more time and, and with the cancer experience because I, I, I've lost a dear sister in my life to cancer. And I'm sure that some of our listeners have also experienced uh, the, that this plague. In some way, cancer has touched almost every single person in our lives. 100%. And, For you sure. know, deepest condolence, condolences, of course. What words would you have to our listeners who may be undergoing this right now? Mm -hmm. Or know somebody that they could offer this to. Mm -hmm. 
what would you have to say as a kind of closing that chapter of uh, the podcast and moving forward? I think that's a really important aspect to hone in on. For sure. Yeah. I, there's so many little nuggets that came out of my experience, but the biggest thing is to always get a second opinion Mm. and if you want to go a direction in your treatment or in your life post surgery or whatever it is there are people in this country that will support you in whatever decision that you make so you don't have to go down the same path that a lot of people before you have I am one in a lot who chose not to take tamoxifen. I've met one woman besides myself who's in remission now 11 years who didn't take it. But I found two oncologists in California who supported me in not taking it. So there are people, there are resources, and if you are going through any type of physical cancer or illness or whatever it is, find a yoga teacher that knows how to work with whatever you're going through and work with them because it will deeply change your life. Would you say that people could reach out to you and Eddie? Absolutely. Yes. I would love nothing more (laughs) than to help women who are interested in rehabbing themselves from that surgery or any of its symptoms, I would love nothing more than to be able to help people because, you know, it was the rehab from the surgery, but it was unpinning a nerve. It was getting the mobility back in my body after, you know, not being able to move. So there's so many things. And yes, please Mm. reach out. I would love that. Thank you for sharing those words mm-hmm. and uh, keeping the faith. Yeah, that's yeah. what it's all about. Most definitely. <laughs> wow. So we're closing in on a few more questions, but um, I feel that this month has been so beautiful for me to bear witness to so much growth mm. that you've made as a student as a teacher, as a friend, and as a entrepreneur in your growing and moving through life with such power and grace and, and uh, ease, truly. It's been really an honor to bear witness to. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think one of the greatest things that has definitely come through not only my life, your life, Eddie's life, is these superfoods. Mm. So I'd be curious, can you share what your experience has been like with this, having been in yoga for what you said, 14 years? Yeah, about 14 years. 14 years, nine years without a (laughs) certificate that's kind of, oh wow, it's wild. Thank you for sharing that. (laughs) Surely that's that's some vulnerability right there. So thank you, thank you. Um, Having so much time on the mat, undernourished perhaps um, not taking care of yourself to the optimal level that is possible and now having a just complete like high res hd color view of what's possible 
What, what, what do you have to say about these superfoods? I love the superfoods. The company that came into my life, the superfoods that came into my life, at about the time when I started doing the backbends for depression, so hand in hand, these two Mm. came. My body, my mind no longer fears recurrence of cancer because of the nutrition that I'm getting from the superfoods. So Dave Sandoval is a nutrition guru. He wrote the Green Foods Bible. He's a, a, a brilliant, brilliant genius when it comes to superfood nutrition and healing the body. And he says, when the body's nourished fully, completely, there's no possible way that disease can grow. Even if you have genes that are set to mutate, you can stop that pattern and rewrite your DNA. And that is true. We, we, there's been studies on that. So even if you have the gene and you're destined, it's not written in stone. Mm. And the biggest thing that was happening for me was if I had some sugar or if I indulged in a glass of wine, I would make myself so scared that the cancer was coming back because of something that I did. And when I started ingesting these superfoods pretty much all day, every day, that fear of recurrence completely left because my body has never felt like it feels right now. Mm. It is so high energy, such high vibration, so much clarity, and so much support nutritionally that I don't ever think about cancer. (laughs) I never thought that day would come because I thought about it every day multiple times a day for the last two years, less than two years. And our world, as I said, is really hurting. Our environment is toxic. Our food is poisonous. Even if we're eating organically, it's been transported from the farm to the grocery store, been exposed to we don't know what, and the farm that's organic could be next to the farm that sprang Roundup. And so we just don't know. Nothing is tested. And these superfoods that I consume are tested to the molecular level. They are the cleanest thing that you could possibly put into your body. That alone makes me completely fearless Mm. and feeling like I'm one of the most lucky people in the world. And so that is my experience. Mm. I will be consuming high potency superfoods for the rest of my life. And I'm happy to share that with anybody and everybody who wants to know about it. Well, it's such a pleasure to hear your experience from surviving a terrible terrible disease that you've overcome through power of yoga, power of mind, power of health, and to share these superfoods. And I'm so grateful to have you on our podcast. For, for anyone who is interested in studying with Kristen, I'll, be able, I'll post uh, links for her workshops that are coming up and to study with Kristen and Eddie together. 
There will be links there. And then if you also want to get in touch on these superfoods, there will be emails so you can get in connection to not only myself, but also Kristen. And we're just so blessed to share your experience for the Yoga Revealed podcast. It's conversations like these that just, um, I think, offer another angle to see our own life at and to, you know, like I said in the beginning, to polish the lens of how we're seeing the world and how we're seeing ourselves through the study and the practice and possibly most important, the integration of yoga. Because, yeah, there is pain on the path to freedom and there is pain on the path to growth. And once we get to this true experience of integrating growth, which goodness gracious, <laughs> I don't think that would ever end. I mean, Eddie's 64 years old and he's constantly growing and he's going through pain. We all are. So, you know, it's uh, it's, it's a pleasure. It's a true honor, Kristen, to share this experience with you and with our Yoga Revealed listeners. Thank you so much. It's been such an honor for me. I am feeling so blessed right now and so happy. Thank you so much for this opportunity. So much love for you. Thank mm. you. Namaste. Namaskar. Thank you for listening to the Yoga Revealed podcast. We love you so much. You can follow Kristen as she travels America this fall, offering workshops using the supported method by visiting kristenbostiles.com. You can also follow her on Instagram at kristenbostiles. And you can follow me at Alec Love Life Yoga. We would love to stay connected with you. If you have an interest to learn more about the superfoods or a passion-driven business by sharing these foods, feel free to email Kristen at kristenbyoga at gmail.com. That's Kristen and the letter B followed by yoga at gmail.com. Or email myself at aleclovelifeyoga at gmail. We would love to plug you into this amazing community and lifestyle that is fitting for those in need of a health reset, nourishing superfood cleanse, and a powerful shift in life. We have some awesome $50 gift cards to share with you. Stay tuned for episodes as they come out from Andrew Seeley and myself. We appreciate your patience as we are in the midst of creating exciting, inspiring, and insightful content that will aid you in the evolving expression of your personal yoga practice. Until next time, my friends, stay open to the practice, be grateful every day, and love life. This is your yoga-bound brother, Alec Shaw Rubin, sending love to you from the UK. Namaste. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello 
Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.